From COK Studios in Sochi's finest hostel, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the Winter Olympics with a live report from Sochi. We'll also consider how people are feeling about Russia's anti-gay laws. And we'll consider how shameful it is to win a bronze medal. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Cash for Gold Medals, the new service for former Olympians who have hit rock bottom and need to make a quick buck. Mail your gold medals to P.O. Box 1426, Hackensack, New Jersey, 07015. Silver medals will not be honored. And the Tanya Harding Foundation, helping to level the playing field for all ice skating hopefuls, one lead pipe at a time. For more information, visit brokenkneecap.org. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. The world is abuzz with talk, both positive and negative, about the Winter Olympics in Sochi. Whether you're watching the games or not, it's hard to avoid them. The COK team has sent several correspondents to Russia to cover the games, as well as the controversy surrounding them. First up, we'll check in with Dinah Jones-Mallow, who's covering the somewhat underwhelming accommodations that the athletes, press, and fans have had to contend with. Dinah? Thank you, Connor. I've been stuck here in my hotel all day because the door to the women's bathroom won't open. I'm in here with a few other ladies. Are you okay, Dinah? Yes, for now. I have some Tic Tacs in my purse, so I'm not hungry yet. That's good. So, I guess it's safe to say the accommodations in Sochi are not up to par? Yes, it is. I'd rank this hotel experience slightly behind a rat-chewed hovel I slept in while I was reporting in Darfur, and just ahead of Motel 6 in Battle Mountain, Nevada. Yikes, that's pretty bad. Well, do you think the athletes are having the same issues over at the Olympic Village? Probably. I can't say for sure, because I've been locked in this restroom all day. What about the venues? Have they been as haphazardly constructed as all these hotels? Again, I can't really say, because I've pretty much only seen this lady's restroom. Well, I hope the record amount of money spent on these Olympics went somewhere. It didn't go into this bathroom, that's for sure. Well, in the interest of having some kind of report for our listeners, what can you tell us about the bathroom? Well, there's a framed photo of Vladimir Putin in each stall, and the toilet paper seems to be made out of wool. Wool? Yes, it's like a Brillo pad, but not as soft. Well, good luck getting out of there. We'll check back with you later, Dinah. Okay. I think I might try asking this husky Russian lady to see if she can bust the door down. Good idea. Now we'll turn to our senior reporter, Cordell Nutbrock, and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds, who are live at one of the events. Hello, Connor. Hey. So, which event are you two reporting from? Well, currently we are watching men's curling. I see. Yes, the action is riveting. Canada and the Russians are currently engaged in an epic struggle to see who makes it to the medal round. Olympic sports don't get any more exciting than this. Uh, yeah, they do. Curling is kind of boring. I'd be more interested if people were curling their hair. Why couldn't we get into the snowboarding or hockey? I'm sorry, Melissa, but our public radio press credentials only get us into curling and cross-country skiing. What about the one where they ski and then shoot stuff? The biathlon? Yeah. Sorry, you two. Um, j- just try and get into the curling, Melissa. Yes, you can cut the tension with a knife here in Joseph Stalin Memorial Curling Stadium. Really? What's happening? So, the Russians just shoot their little rock thing with a handle down the lane, 
And the other guys use their little broom deals to slow it down or whatever. And it hit another one of the rock things out of the circle. Quite. It's uh, heating up out there on the ice. Uh, Cordell, who's the team to beat in curling? Well, the Swedes are usually one of the top teams, as are the Canadians. But keep your eyes on this Russian squad, because President Vladimir Putin has told them that if they don't meddle, they will spend the summer in Siberia breaking large rocks into smaller rocks. Okay, then. Oh, look! They just got their rock thing in the center of that target. Oh, yes! What an exciting play by the Canadians! See, this is exciting, isn't it, Melissa? (sighs) Whatever. Well, it looks like the Russians might be in danger of going to the gravel pits. Totes, they better start curling a lot better than this. Indeed. Thanks for the report. Now I'm joined here in the studio by our LGBT correspondent, Trevin Motley, who is boycotting these Olympics for obvious reasons. He's also here to talk about the controversy surrounding gay athletes at the Games. Hi, Trevin. Hi, Connor. So you didn't go to Sochi with the rest of the COK team because of Russia's horrible and oppressive anti-gay laws. That's right, Connor. I just had to stand up for what's right. My LGBT brothers and sisters deserve respect and dignity, and that is something the Russian government clearly doesn't care about. I support our U.S. athletes, but I cannot support the Sochi Olympics. I'm glad I decided to stay home. I think it would have been too difficult to watch the games in a country that denies people basic human rights. Well, I also take it that you haven't been watching the games on TV either. Well... Trevin? I may have watched some of the figure skating and ice dancing. You know, I'm kind of surprised at you. Doesn't that make you kind of a hypocrite? Well, not the way I see it, Connor. I am a proud gay man, and as such, I would be a hypocrite to not watch the figure skating and ice dancing. I suppose. Please. Yes, I watched a couple of the events at the anti-gay Sochi Games, but watching on TV really didn't hurt the cause I'm fighting for. And it allowed me to DVR it so I could rewatch it with my friend Lisa and make catty comments about the skaters' tacky outfits. Well, I guess I have a lot to learn about the struggle for gay rights, Trevin. Yes, you do. But that's okay. It's like an onion, Connor. There are many layers. Thanks, Trevin. Now we're going to quickly check back with Dinah, who has hopefully gotten out of that hotel bathroom. Dinah, are you there? Dinah? Dinah, did you make it out? Yes, Connor. I finally did. That's great. Where are you now? I'm standing in the lobby of my hotel, along with the woman who rescued me. It was actually COK's own Martyr Margolis. Wow! That's white, Connor. I was busy interviewing a Russian cross-country skier when I heard the cries of terror coming from a nearby west room. So what happened? I realized that I had to rescue the trapped women who were inside. I was unable to jimmy the door open, and because it was made of very rigid Russian steel, I was unable to break the door down. But there was a very small air duct just above the door that I knew I could fit through. Marta really came through for us in there. I was able to get to the west room and help the women into the air shaft, but because of the shoddy Russian workmanship, our route was blocked. So we had to find an alternate way out. Sounds scary. It was touch and go for a bit. We had some trouble, but finally I was able to guide the four women to safety when we found a small hatch. We shimmied down a drain pipe and got back to the lobby relatively unharmed. Wow, exciting stuff, ladies. I hope that's the worst thing that happens. Agreed. From Sochi, I'm Mata Margolis. And I'm Dinah Jones Mallow. 
That's all for this special Olympic edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more Olympic coverage from the COK team, check our website, considerourknowledge.com, or check our new Twitter feed, at ConsiderOurKno. You can also like us on Facebook and subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Yes, the action is riveting. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) No.